Welcome to this week's episode of the Life of the Bridal podcast. Please remember that we are not professional tipsters and always, always gamble responsibly. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Life on the Bridal podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Will Taylor. Joining me are two resident guests, Mr. Jack Holden. Hello to you. Good afternoon. Uh, Mr. Josh Bersey, hello to you. Yeah, good evening. Not long to go until the Cheltenham Festival now. I oh, know, very, very close. Game early now. Um, how, what was your, how's your week been, lads? Oh, you know. Uh, we're in that, I think we're in that spell where it, it's, 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 it's the calm before the storm, isn't it? I think yeah. we've got a couple of big races this weekend, but I think after that it gets pretty quiet and we wait till the middle of middle of March. Mm. Um, we'll go, I think we're going to have a debrief about from about the, the uh, Dublin Racing Festival. Yeah. Um, have a have a bit of a dive into that and see what um, what we what we uh, see our takeaways. And um, but yeah, pretty quiet week on the whole. Josh, were you up to much? Were you, uh, how 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 deep did you go in uh, the race over at Leopard Sound? Oh, you know, I had a few few nice winners. Um, Andy, handicaps weren't so good. I had a nice handicap winner on the Saturday, but no, nothing in the bigger races on the Sunday. But you know, swings and roundabouts. It is what it is. Peaks and troughs. Uh, right, okay. Without further ado, let's get cracking. Uh, on the show today, we'll be discussing, we'll be reviewing the Dublin Racing Festival. We'll be going through our favourite uh, um, staying chasers. Jack's got a list for us. We'll be having a look through the Cheltenham Gold Cup, uh, and we'll be talking about potential racing at the weekend. Obviously, we discussed this racing at Newbury um, with Shishkin, a return, well, returning, I suppose, and then we'll be maybe constructing something for you regarding an anti-post betting angle. We'll keep keep posted on that. So, without further ado, Dublin Racing Festival. We'll go through the Grade 1s. We will have a very brief look at, well, certainly one of the handicaps for one particular reason. Uh, but we'll start with the first, which is Nathaniel Lacey, uh, Nobson's Hurdle, uh, Dancing City winning there. Decent price. Uh, what were our thoughts there? He, he won impressively. It was a good performance from Danny Mullins. I don't think Predators Gold was ever getting there. But if, you know, you push me hard, would he come out in a grade one next time, potentially in the Albert Bartlett? I'd say no. Mm-hmm. I don't think winners of that race have got an especially good record in the Albert Bartlett. I'd certainly be looking elsewhere. And I don't think the main protagonist over that sort of trip came out to play. I mean, I think if you stick away Lecky Watson in that race. He's certainly winning that. Oh, interesting, interesting angle, Josh. wonder why you've said that. Um, <laughs> uh, Jack, have you got any thoughts to add? Um, oof, not really. It wasn't a race I took too much of an interest in. Danny Mullins had a, had a really, really strong weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Cements himself as a sort of a fan favourite jockey. Um, yeah. one, one people, one people, quite a lot of money. Um, especially the Donnellys as well. You know, another another yes. winner for them. And I think yes. they'll be looking to. Uh, that, that's that's a chance they have. Um, come Cheltenham, Predators Gold. I, I mean, I, I've been caught saying a few times that no one loves to lose on the Evans money favourite. Yeah, <laughs> just yes. ball town, and, and I yeah. said that. 
and then we went to Cheltenham and yeah. he took me to cleaners. Um, yes. So, and then... Have, you, have you recovered? Have you recovered? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, it's just one of those, isn't it? Just one of those. And then, it is. you know, loses on leaving money favour. But that is more the nature of uh, racing than uh, a, a mark on Paul Towner because he had some unbelievable uh, performances Cheltenham last time and uh, certainly at the DRF so mm, mm. Uh, was it uh, just thinking Jatara came third was it uh, Johnny Deneen who said he's just absolutely won't win I'm just trying to remember in my mind if he can cut the yeah side. yeah um, John, Johnny Johnny Deneen basically said he's got absolutely no chance yeah, and he would be surprised to be any of them. Well, he, he was on the show with um, Paul Keeley on um, Saturday morning and Ruby Walsh, and um, Paul Keeley went, oh, that's funny, because he's one of my best bets of the weekend. Oh, no, of course he did. Of course he did. So, yeah, that was quite amusing. Um, I, I think Johnny Dillian probably would have laid any price he liked about just Tara knowing him, but yeah, there you have it. There you go. Yeah, I don't want this to be a Johnny Dillian... Um, Fan, fan, fan page, much, much to be loving. Uh, right, the next uh, of the great ones, the juvenile hurdle, two miles, um, had uh, another favourite beaten, Stormheart, by uh, Kargisi, Kargisi. Um, juvenile hurdle, Josh, I know you love them so much, so uh, <laughs> another, another Danny Mullins win, of course. Yeah, I, I think um, Kargis was, yeah, he was... Um, Impressive, wasn't he? He came away quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a little bit of a muddling race. That it, you know, it was basically Willie Mullins' race to sort out the order of his protagonists for the drive hurdle because he's got so he's got the first four home. Um, yeah. I, I would say I think um, I'm not sure if my information is 100% correct, but I am told that Carl came out of the uh, same race that Gallimard so came out of in oh, yeah. France um, last year and runs, you know, in in the same colours. Um, so, you know, there's a kind of, you could al- almost say it's uh, the Kenny Alexander colours are to follow in terms of the juvenile hurdle ranks. Um, mm, mm. I think it was, it was widely available 20 to 1 for the Triumph after that um, race in France earlier in the year. So mm-hmm. one to look out for there, definitely. Yeah, um, four to one there, now. Four to one in our MB. Is there anything? But if you're Sergino, are you are you are you worried about that? I mean, I'm I'm not including Burdett Road because we know that Sergino is a superior horse. I I don't know. <laughs> I, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I, I I don't know how much we can read into Sergino's beating of Burdett Road. Yeah, I think that's a really good angle. Actually. Oh, what a, what a surprise! Hang on. Well, was, the thing is, back, take us back so, a couple of podcasts. Burnett Rhodes has beaten Melantino by not a lot mm. in that race. He beat him by a fair weight before. Now, either Burnett Rhodes underperformed or Melantino has improved. Yeah, but, One of the two. If Burnett Rhodes has underperformed, then that's actually not particularly impressive from Sergino. And the Irish Bird Bird at Road really, I mean, Harry, Harry Cullen really kind of eased off towards the end. New is beaten. You know, not going to, not going to, not going to, not going to work, work him. Look, I've, no I've, I've, I've not looked at the sectionals. It felt good on the day, but often performances like that can be against subpar opposition. So we, you know, 
It remains yeah. to see. I mean, I'm, look, the chances of me having a bet in the juvenile hurdle, even on the <laughs> day, are incredibly slim. So no, that's, that's that's poor, Josh. That is poor. <laughs> uh, I I I uh, no, yeah, I was I was impressed. Anyway, I just want just want to remind everybody when Jack said that uh, it rogue wins by ten lengths, that did not happen. Um, but of course, Jack's the first to say, you just didn't listen. Well, that time we did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on way, to the... two, two weeks for that. Yeah. Um, moving <laughs> on to the Irish Arkle. Now, this was one that I think stung quite mm. a few punters in terms of their multiples. We had uh, a Josh favourite, Ilato Tom winning. At hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all very good. Um, and then found a 50, Fasal Vega, Charger, and then, oh, Marie National in fifth. Yeah. How does this impact the Arkle for Chelsea? Right. I'll take this. So. Go on, then. firstly, Danny Mullins, absolute genius. Patrick, where are you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we didn't, we didn't discuss that. Um, I think at this rate, get, getting guests yeah. for this podcast is going to be a very difficult thing. <laughs> oh, no, but I just want to make I just want to make it I just want to make it clear we respect all and everyone in the horse racing game. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know it's it's not a not an easy uh, life at times. But what I will say, I, I think I'll just take it briefly back to that uh, confrontation between Patrick and Danny. Um, I think Ruby Walsh commented on it really well afterwards. I I, I don't know who Patrick thought he was. You know when that happened. I mean, who is he? You know, Danny Mullins has every right to try and win a, win a race on his horse. Yes, he does. Um, so for Patrick to, you know, turn to him, what literally 50 yards after they've crossed the line and give him a dressing down was, I thought, absolutely unacceptable. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think Danny Mullins has, on the same horse, he Tom, done a really nice job there. Um, Mikey Stones didn't really do much, did he? For, uh, oh, he was just now. desperate to get uh, that in, weren't he? <laughs> well, well look, Marine National has been running in a tongue tongue tie all year. There, there's clearly a breathing issue there. I'm not. I'm not sure they, they don't have to declare the wind operations in Ireland, and fair enough. But I'd, I'd like to know whether they've had any work done, even kind of like the, having the pallet cauterised or something, just to to see what they can do, because he's clearly. Something's not uh, right there. Yeah. Something's and not. It's, it's, yeah, I, I, you know, I have, I have a joke about that. Harking back to last year's festival, I, I was not on that gravy train at all, and I got proved wrong. But it's, it would be a shame to see a horse of such ob- obvious quality mm. not uh, perform to the highest that I think a lot of people in the racing community community know that he can. So. Do I expect him to win at Cheltenham after that? No. Would I like to see him back winning races next season? Absolutely, because I think he's a he's a very high class horse, and mm. the game needs him. Um, Fasal Vega. Don't really know what to make it make of it. Uh, uh, the, the the jumping wasn't have... quite there. The jumping wasn't yeah, there. For me. I, I think I, I think up in trip. Up in trip, the jumping improves, and I think he goes better. Um, yeah, he, he should I stay. I don't, think, I don't think you can have any confidence having your bet um, on him at all, really. Well, so well. hopefully, hopefully, as Josh says, you know, up in trip next season, 
We'll see the best. Yeah. Um, well, um, I, I, th- I think, you know, we haven't talked about the winner enough, though, because they let their top. Here we go. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, I'm joshing. I'm joshing. He, he ran. So he ran two years ago in the the Triumph Trial on the same cards, and very very immature horse did absolutely everything wrong. He was still doing things wrong for most of last season. He has yeah. matured massively, and honestly, the Elite Thompson two years ago would not have got his head in front on that run to the line. No chance. Now, to stick his head out like that, he has matured massively. Do I think he'll win at Cheltenham? Probably not. Do I think he would get past Founder 50 at Cheltenham? I don't think so. I think Founder 50 is a really solid horse. I think he's almost a place banker. Mm -hmm. He goes to the Arkle. He always runs really well. Really strong horse. He will place. Mm. And... I think we've just got to see how the pieces fall around because he could win. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we were sat here and found the 50 wins the Arkle. Uh, yeah, I, I, what, what I will say is that I, 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 I agree, actually, with, with pretty much all you've said there. But going back to last year's DRF and we had the, that, that um, Norris Hurdle race where Fasol Vega was absolutely nowhere, Illetti Tom won. A lot of people then thought, oh, Illetti Tom's got a really good chance then in the, in the Supreme. Didn't really... Didn't wasn't altogether too impressive. Fasal Vega mm. actually came back and put in a much improved performance, albeit it was still yeah. done by Marine National. So I think we've got to bear that in mind. I'm looking at the prices now at five to two Marine National compared to what it, obviously the ridiculous short price now. I still wouldn't mind having that involved, being involved at that kind of price if it's like in some sort of multiple. Certainly. I mean, I, I, I'd touch him on the day. I wouldn't touch him now. No chance. Yeah, well, no, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I think I'm not saying put a grand on a single now. <laughs> I mean, I, I think what often isn't said is that I think Leopardstown is ill at his track. I think he's good yes. at Leopardstown. I don't think that Fasal Vega likes Leopardstown at all. He never no. seems to. Um, so I think, yeah, we might see a different result when we next go, but. Yeah, it's it's a very different track to Cheltenham, very much, very much a, a galloping track, as Paul Keeley is very is always very keen to mention. We're going to skip over the next Grade One and uh, move on to the Sunday's racing, and we have uh, well, only one fit with, with only a winner. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I quickly quickly touch on the uh, last race on the on the Saturday? Oh, yeah, um, of course, sorry. I, 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 I think just, just, just quick to make a note. Unfortunately, Jerry Bowen Matchin put in uh, a striking performance to win the bumper. Um, unfortunately, has been ruled out for the remainder of the season. Um, connections, yes. I don't... I, 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 from the way statements and et cetera have been, have been phrased, I, I don't think it's an insignificant issue it seems like something that's going to be fixed but whether by august september time i don't know if they're too Mm. confident about that yes yes no um fingers crossed for all connections there um we're gonna i'm just gonna pop back actually ryanair handicap chase two miles um we had madara winning um a win for uh british Britain, for britain british raider going over um Obviously, I just, want, just wanted to make that point, flying the flag. Um, 
Uh, unless unless you two have got anything to say, we'll move on to Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I, I just yeah. want to commend commend Sophie Leach for yeah. taking her horses. Yeah. Like she's she's not afraid to campaign her horses, go where the prize money is. Like she goes over to yeah. France plenty. Um, I'd like to see more British trainers going over. I, I, I'm yeah. shocked that more British trainers didn't go over for some of the handicaps, given that they didn't have full fields and you could have got into them fairly easily off a fairly lowly mark. So yeah, it was. I, um, I will con- congratulations and you know British, you know racehorse trainers. They need to put their their money where their mouth is. Um, yeah. Quite frankly, the fans are going over now. Thirty-eight percent of that crowd over the course of the weekend was was British. Um, mm. Travelled over to to Dublin. Let's get the horses over there as well, please. So uh, on the Sunday we've got the the first of the Grade Ones, Labrick Novice Chase. It was obviously uh, Factor Far versus Gaelic Warrior. Factor Far wins. There were some uh, concerns, obviously. Uh, I said obviously a lot there. Gaelic Warrior running. Um, Looking a bit uh, interesting in the ring beforehand, but uh, Josh, you've uh, got a bit of a rebuttal to that. Yeah, I mean, uh, like it, it was like that before the handicap hurdle last year, and he won with his head in his hands. Like absolutely nothing to do with the way he performed. Like Factor File was clearly always going to win that. He was always going to run in the turn, as I've been saying it for a couple of months. Like, move on. Very good, Jack. Any comment? Um. I mean, Gaelic Warrior jumps right, and that's that's just who who he is. It's mm-hmm. just, and um, unfortunately, it, it does impact a high caliber horse who you know should be winning Cheltenham Festival races every year, and he just doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't happen, and he's not going to live up to his. His his reputation, unfortunate. Unfortunately, um, I think they will still go to um, to Cheltenham because it's a high caliber horse, and they have to give him a shot and be riding there out front, get to the rail as soon as possible, um, and see how they go, and hopefully he doesn't get chinned again. <laughs> Uh, right, uh, move on to the two-mile novice hurdle. Uh, Ballyburn, is that your supreme winner? Yes or no? Yes. Uh, no. Okay, Jack, you still on the Jericho de Repine train? Um, I, I am, and there, there, are, there are reasons for I'm not, everyone talking about mystical power to be a, a supreme horse. You, you look at the performances that have been put in, uh, mystical power has not done half as much as Jericho um, de Repinay has. Uh, Mystical Power also has another entry. Jericho does not. Um, JP is not going to run two high-quality, potential high-quality horses in the same race. So Jericho is going to go for the um, Supreme. Yeah. And he'll be second favourite, I'd imagine, behind Ballyburn. I, I, I'd argue Jericho de Repinay is arguably one of the laziest horses I've seen in the last three, four years. He, 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 you can tell sometimes he just doesn't really want to be there. But you look at how Mark Walsh rode, rode him at Doncaster and he fought when, when push came to shove and he, he, he was headed twice, I think, on that run-in and fought mm-hmm. back and won really, really nice. Now, obviously, people think, oh, he should be winning by 10 lengths. Well, sometimes you, you just have to win your races and he was under the cosh, 
and has won his race nicely. Not, I wouldn't say comfortably, but he's shown a really good attitude to go and win his race. A lot of horses, after being headed with a with a with a down tools. So, I'm but, at but the that's price. All, that's, that's all well and good, Jack. But I mean, is, is it going to be? Is it enough? Yeah, but to at, be the pri- at the price, at, at the price, I wouldn't touch value. I think Jer- Jericho de Refinay has done nothing wrong. He's lazy, but he's done nothing wrong. Well, I mean, I don't need to touch Ballyburn at the price because I'm already on at full teams. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. <laughs> um, like, uh, Ballyburn was impressive. I think I think if you're looking at... The question was, is that your supreme winner? It's not would you bet him at the price. Um, yeah. is, that, is that your supreme winner? Absolutely. That was impressive. Uh, it was very I, I impressive. Think for, for the reasons you've just outlined, Jack, I think um, Ballyburn will end up in the Supreme. I think you're right. Jericho goes there. I think Mystical Power. It, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they run them both in the Supreme. But I think if there is one that goes up, it will be Mystical Power. And mm. I think that that will force Willie to play Ballyburn in the Supreme. I think the performance he showed sprinting away was very good. From Slade Steel, I think the form is strong. We all know how highly I think of Lecky Watson. Slade Steel only just yes. beat Lecky Watson. Um, so, and you know, that's that's Lecky Watson's gone on to finish third in the Grade One. Arguably, should have done better. Um, I, I, I think Ballyburn is your supreme winner. I mean, mm. Baron Glory beaten out of sight. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I'm, I think the fall at Aintree is really taking a toll on Farron Glory. I thought it looked very, very comfortable. Yeah, just... be, beaten that far on conditions that should have suited him. Mm. You, you've got to think of it. But, you know, the, yeah. apart, aside from that, the right horses are in behind. You've got King of Kingsfield, Slade Steel, Ballyburn yes. wins. They finished in the order they should have done, barring um, mm. Farron Glory. It's good form. Ballyburn comes over. Ronnie Bartlett's always thought of him very, very highly. He wins the Supreme. Yeah. Done. I'm always reluctant to get on board the kind of Willie Mullins hype, uh, not necessarily the hype train, but always reluctant, reluctant to back a Willie Mullins runner. I, I, I don't know what it is. There's something inside me, but there I'm just like, yeah, it's just you, sometimes you have to duff your cap and say, yeah, best all, horse. The, uh, just from a form manual, all I'm going to say, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Um, right. Ballyburn has lost. Ballyburn lost to Firefox, who was then beaten by Lecky Watson, who Josh has tipped up for the Albert Bartlett. So, that's, and that was this season. That's all I'm saying. It was, I'm, yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Fair enough. You're matching distances. Gordon brings his horses well, out at the start of the season. Willie doesn't. I'm not just saying Firefox has beaten Ballyburn over two miles. Yes, no, uh, yeah, at Fairy House, yes, that's true. Uh, okay, right, we're going to move on to one where I think there will be unanimity here. Dublin Chase, El Fabiolo wins. It, El, El Fabiolo wins the uh, champion chase. Yes or no? Yeah. Um, yes, I think. Okay. I think the the only reason the prices are like they are, and that there's such disparity between El Fabiolo and John Bomb, is the chance of John Bomb making a mistake. Far higher than El Fabiano. I, 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 I think John Bond. I think John Bond is arguably a better horse this year. I think he's a more mature horse, but I think there, there is a 
he's far more likely to make a mistake over a fence. I think El Fabiolo has done nothing wrong, but I'm, he's beaten some really good horses. But I think John Bond is far more likely to make a mistake, and that's why there's such a disparity in the price. Mm. I, I completely disagree. I, 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 I think El Fabiolo is more likely to make a mistake. I know John Bond did make quite a high-profile mistake, but I gen- yeah. genuinely, I think John Bond's the better jumper. I, 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 so, this season, I thought John Bond had made a real improvement with the jumping. I thought he made a real improvement. Um, then on trials day, obviously, mate, just a bit of a laboured ride the whole way around. I mean, they fought incredibly hard to get back. I'm also yeah. worried that the potential damage, not damage, but you know what I mean. The, the, is that a hard race? That will it? take. Yeah. That, that will that will take a toll, and uh, I just I I I can't see I can't see the the, the El Fabiola jumble form being reversed now. But look, look, I I don't think we're doing El Fabiola justice here. I mean, he's come out, he's won his race in good style. Last yeah. race sold off mid race, which was a bit peculiar. Like they jumped it on the first circuit and they doubled it off for the second circuit and no one, yes. there was no, no faller, no nothing. Yeah. No, so it was no, very, no. very, very peculiar. The reason for that, but aside mm-hmm. from aside from that, you know, it was a perfectly good watch. Good to see a good racehorse. Yeah, wasn't particularly competitive, yeah. but we knew what we were no. going to see. You could have probably predicted the one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll move on now to the Irish Champion Hurdle. Uh, Right. Well, I mean, State Man winning, Bob Ollinger second, Imperial Pass third. He's uh, just a really I mean, average like, race. I mean, yeah. Are we going to say, let's we'll say this, State Man come second? How, how many lengths how, does State I Man get think, closer to Conhill? Uh, yes, I think so. I think, I think this year it's going to be far more of a race. I still think Constitution Hill will win. And he'll win probably in third or fourth gear, whereas he won in second gear last year. I, I, I'd argue Stateman has got better with age. With Constitution Hill, it's so difficult to tell this year. But I'm sure he yeah. is still as good as ever. But, I mean, he last ran on Boxing Day. and mm. Only run this year? Or season, sorry. Yeah, he's going to run twice all year. And well, no, I know. They'll, 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 I'm sure they'll find a race after Cheltenham. Oh, well, well this is Nicky Henderson we're dealing with. I know, I know, but they, if they did it last year, you'd imagine yeah. they did it this year, and the, I think it would probably be in Punchestown. Yeah. The, the weather at the end of last year and the start of this year is it is absolutely understandable. It, you can't, you don't want to bottom a horse like Constitution Hill out just for the fans. You have to look after these animals. Um, but it, it's, it's just, I think it's just a bit disappointing that we're only going to see him twice, I reckon, this year, and. I think he could be a little rusty. I still think he'll win, but I think Stateman is going to get closer than he did last year. I think a lot of a lot of people get hung up on having an unbeaten horse, and yes. like Constitution Hill, campaign him, run him, run him more. Don't wrap him up in cotton wool. Like he'd win most races. He might not win them all, but he'd win quite a lot of races. And the you public would co- the pu- the public would connect with him a lot more than they do now. So, so. season. So, yeah. but I, you know, we've got sidetracked again. I mean, state man, perfectly good performance. Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with it. Jump, jump, jump pretty well in the main. Um, Gob Ollinger, 
looks like he's tailor-made for two and a half miles. He's been scratched from the champion hurdle and the stayers hurdle. So doesn't look like he's going to any of the graded hurdles at least. No, I, I think um, I think they said afterwards he's going he's going to Aintree. Yep. Yeah, that that, that makes perfect that sense make, to me. That's that take the words out of my mouth, Josh. Um, Impero passed it just didn't work from the front, did it? Um, yeah. The, the, this, it, I, I, you can't criticize you can't criticize William Mullins. For you know all the biggest owners giving him, giving him all the best horses, but you know he's clearly got a conflict of interest at times because yes. Imperi Pass should not be hurdling this year. He should oh, not be hurdling yeah. this year. He should be. He should have gone over fences. But this is a year wasted for a for a, a really talented horse. Yeah, I remember after the Bangalore last year, people I, <laughs> there were some people saying. I mean, obviously, it hasn't happened. That this horse could could a either be the the real a real rival to Con Hill or do whatever it wants in the chasing division. And a year has gone. Well, they've lost. They've lost the year. And you know, you know, horses do. You know, horses know they get beaten. And I I don't know. It's a shame. Yes. But yes. I think this is this is a this is a topic for for another time. It is. Well, there we go. That's our wrap-up of the Dublin Racing Festival for this year. Uh, unless you two have got any other sh- things to mention. No. No? I'm, Fantastic. I'm, in fact, going to... A, am I, yeah, it's my time. Lead us on to our list. So I, I spoke to Will and Josh uh, a bit earlier, earlier on, and I asked them to name their five... The five greatest staying chasers of the 21st century. I, I just for for the, for the listeners, greatest staying chasers. I I've said nothing else. It is open to interpretation, and I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what they've come up with. Mm. Um, I think we'll go. Will do you want to, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll I'll, I'll kick us off. I find okay. I found this I found this really difficult because I, there were there were. There were a couple that were absolute dead certs, and then the others, I'm just like, not so sure. Um, do, do you want this to be in? Is it, can, does this have to be in an order or? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're going reversal logical. I see. I see, okay. I see Josh nodding vigorously. <laughs> um, okay. In fifth, I am going to have. Uh, I'm going to put Galapan. In at fifth. Wow. GDC in at five. Fair um, I, I'm yeah. the, the question I'll ask you, with there's scope to, for him to climb that list in the very near future? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, 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 was, I, I, I couldn't put him any higher than five because there's, there's only yep. one gold cup and, and everything like that, but I, th- I think there's uh, very much um, room there for quite a lot of growth, so I couldn't not have him. Absolutely. Um, I know. That, I know that's not particularly insightful, but I think we, we, you know, everybody yeah. will know about Galapan, so it's not really not much I can really say. Josh, um, album photo for me probably wasn't yeah. one you're expecting from me, but he's won two Cheltenham Gold Cups. I was there for one of them. Yeah, can't he's with... in, insanely mm. good horse on his day. Um, could maybe have done a little bit more. Over in Ireland at the other festivals, and you know he fell and broke Ruby's leg. 
Um, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, you win two Cheltenham Gold Cups, three mile two up that hill. You're, you're, in, you're on the list. You're, you're in the conversation. Josh, I'm going to go, we'll go, uh, we'll go for ABBA style here. I'll go number four. For oh, you. very good. Okay. Um, in at number four, I am going to put Denman. Oh. That's. Now, I don't oh. think you expected me to put no, him no, this low I, down the list, did you? No, I, I thought he was a, he was a top two shirt. Look, he's certainly got longevity and he was placed in I think it was four gold cups, wasn't it? Winning winning one of them. Um and second in the three subsequent ones, but I just I I just yeah. I I like the other three more, I'm sorry. Fair enough. I I I would say Den Den of all the staying chasers, he has well, I'd argue he has the probably the biggest cult following in national hunt racing. And I'd argue, well, and you know, he's, he did, he did great things like that that um, the Hennessy one at Newbury oh. and ah, oh, perfect. It's like true true sham winning the Northumberland Plate. <laughs> <laughs> what a moment! <laughs> Will number four for you? Uh, number four, uh, Don Cossack. Oh, okay, yeah, good horse. Yeah, yeah. Very good I just I think I think there's something something nice about going out on a gold cup win. Yeah, um, uh, I don't mind I that. Think, I don't mind that at all. Go out. Uh, what was it? What was it? Uh, there was the, of the last seven races. If you take out the four um, at, at Kempton in the King George, there were uh, six wins. So a strong finish to the career. That's that's something yeah. I like. I like that. A winner of Punchestown Gold Cup. Um, not afraid to to mix it up at uh, at Aintree as well, um, so uh, yeah, we're, we're a mile may chase as well. I mean, what else do you want to do? What else do you, what else do you want? And straight back to you for number three, please. Number three. Well, oh, this is where it's going to get really boring. Um, Album Forto. Well, um, I, I think time. I think as for the same reason, Josh. I mean, two two times yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't ignore it. Yeah. First time, I, first time I went to Cheltenham, saw him win a Gold Cup. I mean, what more can you say? Yeah. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Two words. Tiger, roll. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I think he had to be in the list. I mean, two-time Grand National winner. I think it's, yeah. it's three, three-time um, cross Cheltenham cross-country, isn't it? I think it was three times. Yeah, four-time I mean, four Cheltenham Festival winner. Oh, he won the triumph, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, yeah, pu- purely purely the longevity of the time he was chasing over and how long he lasted. I mean, obviously, it was disappointing we didn't get to, to see him in his third Grand National. I think um, Michael mm. was a bit was a bit, bit stingy of him there. Yeah, like, the, but, the, um, the, the public were robbed. Uh, there. But, you know, it, it would have been nice to see it attempted massively, and I think he had to be on the list. Absolutely. Your number two, Josh. In at number two, best mate. Very I cool. think. I think. Yeah. Three gold cups can't be ignored. You, no. you can't. You can't ignore three gold cups. Very, um, very. Um. You know, it only just gets into this list very early twenty first century. But like, come on. I mean, sure, he's yeah. got the worst Cheltenham enclosure named after him. But <laughs> yes. What What can you do? 
he's got, I mean, we don't have a Cheltenham enclosure named after us, so. It's true, it's true. <laughs> uh, Will, we're going to have your, your second and first. Oh, this is awful. This is awful because I'm now realising I've definitely. Oh, dear. Who would be a lap sound? It's absolutely disaster. <laughs> right. Well, this is terrible. Right. Do, do, it as, do it as you were going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it as I was going to do it. Um, I, think, I think we both know who's going to be number one. Um, so, number two is. Protect no. <laughs> Surely not Nassalam. <laughs> no, not not Nassalam. Um, Racing no. pace. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, number two is Denman. Sorry, uh, I can't flip an egg. I mean, I mean, what a horse! What a horse! I mean, did it come? Uh, obviously, one goal. Did it come second? Three times or twice? Yeah, three times. Uh, three, three times second, I mean... Well, you're not listening to my speech about him. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, Josh, but I've got a mem- bad memory at the moment. Because I'm more just panicking the fact that the horses are left out. Um, <laughs> OK, yeah. and, uh, I mean, jo- Josh has already explained Denman, so there you go. <laughs> Number one, Will? Uh, I think we know, don't we? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, we, we don't. We don't. You don't? Okay. It's two words. And if the second word is star... <laughs> there we go. I can see Josh punching the air. I mean, we all, we all knew it anyway. Um, yeah. Um, what, what, of course, I star. Number one. I mean... I'm, I'm, who, who have you missed out? Uh, well, I've missed out uh, t- two that Josh mentioned. Best mate. Um, which which has to be in there. Uh, Tiger Roll, which is a very good shout as well. Um, but yeah, the Corsair Star is number one. So Josh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm assuming you've put Corsair Star in number one as well. Yeah, and um, to confirm it, I'm just going to hold up my uh, signed photo of Corsair Star from Ruby. Wolf. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ruby. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, 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 like we were talking off air beforehand about the fact that it was best. Best staying chasers, and you could argue that Corto Star, you know, if, if it was best chaser, you definitely have Corto Star there, given the amount of different trips he ran out, ran over. Would you have him for best staying chaser potentially? But I think looking at all the evidence, regaining a Gold Cup, that is yeah, a yeah. massive feat, and regaining a Gold Cup is what put him at number one for me. Mm. I was uh, I was actually quite surprised. Neither of you, I, I would I would have had had this horse in this. I would have had Native River there. I, I, can, I, I considered I, him. I considered him. Um, yeah. The only reason I didn't was uh, my needed, bike. My bike. Two gold cups. Another Chel- another Cheltenham victory, maybe. I, I, I backed him for the one he got ruled out of um, a year or so later, but a couple of years later, mm-hmm. wasn't it? But I backed him, and he got ruled out the very next day. So that was not very good. Fair enough. Uh, well, thank you very much, Liz. I, I, I think it was a, a pretty safe bet. And odds on shout that Cortez will be top of that list. Yeah, it was interesting yeah. how, uh, how how the rest stack up compared. And I think this actually leads us quite nicely into our uh, into our Cheltenham Festival Gold Cup preview. So yes, yes, it does, it does. And in doing so, 
Shall we just because we didn't talk about it in our DRF review? Let's yeah involved in our overall preview. Let's reflect on the Irish Gold Cup. Of course, Galapan winning that, which is Galapan being the fifth best staying chaser of the 21st century, according to one very no chance. According to according according to one very questionable list. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, uh, uh, Galapan, then it was, it was Galapan being fast or slow, wasn't it, really? Um, what have yeah. we learnt in terms of that? Um, I think Galapan won that in, I'd, I'd say, fourth gear. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a really, really nice performance. Did that mm. really well. Um, I think, I think it was a pretty safe bet that he was going to win, particularly over three miles. Um, I don't know, I can't you can't help but looking at this race with next month in mind. This is this is the this is the problem. Um Fast or slow were people a little disappointed with his performance. I wouldn't say so. I think in t- if you're backing them on pure jumping ability, many people would say fast or slow is a better jumper, a more consistent jumper. Um I would be in that camp. Um well, his, his his jumping was better on Saturday, wasn't it? It was yeah. better. Well, I think I think there was a um, race racing IQ. Um, they put out some put out some data that all bar three fences, um, the efficiency and the advantage gained, uh, fast or slow had the advantage and was more efficient over all bar three fences. So um, I think that's a pretty telling statistic, and I think. An extra two furlongs, a more testing series of jumps in four weeks' time could be yeah. a really interesting race. Mm. I mean, I, I look back at last year's Gold Cup when we were, we were watching it the whole way through, and you, you, you always thought that Galapan just looked like having a real bit of a struggle round, and then all of a sudden just came up, and it was just that real, def, just that real deflating feel. Um, a hoist in your rock. Oh, yeah. my God. Bingo card. Yeah, bingo card. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised you, surprised you didn't get um, Envoy Allen into your list, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what I would say about the performance of the weekend is I, I do think fast or slow could get closer up the Cheltenham Hill. Yes, I do. I think... I, I, I feel like I could upset a lot of people saying this, but I, I felt... Last year, Galapan Deschamps he did really well to get himself through traffic. Yeah, and he had he had two targets to aim at, and there were a couple of fallers. Mm-hmm. I just I just think can I see him? I don't say the race was run for him last year because it wasn't. So about sixty percent way through, I he I he wasn't winning. Yes, that was I think the, I think the race fell into fell well for him. I don't think he's going to go the same this year. So it'll be interesting. He's, he'll have a different challenge in terms of the tactics used. People jockeys, trainers, they know what he does now. Yeah. There's a clear there's a clear strategy, and I think there'll be a collective behind the scenes how we're going to beat him. He's, he's a monster. <laughs> He, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a monster, and he. I mean, I mean, looking at looking at Fossil Slow last year in the Ultima as well, really came 
storming up that hill and just interesting mm. to see if he does that again. On on, on a personal yeah. note, on a personal yeah. note, the last time I backed fast or slow was in that Altima. Same, yeah. And I, I uh, well, think... well, well, actually, I did back him at the uh, I did back him in the Irish Gold Cup just then. But that was wow. in a double. That was in a double. Okay. A double where both came second. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, should, should we have a little look at the the gold cup market? Yeah, I, I, think so. I, was just, I was just about to go through some of the prices now. I'll go through the best odds here for, for each of them. Um, you got Galapan at uh, ten to eleven, Fossil Slow fives, Shishkin tens, uh, Jerry tens, Lompress tens, Hewick sixteens, Gentleman's Game twenties, which I was, think was tipped up by C's, wasn't it? I think he was looking for something to write. Um, Corrick Rambler in here at 20s, Brayvine's going 20s, Real Wacker 40s, Nassalam at 40s, always <laughs> in your 50s. Um, I think, it's a, I, think I, I look at the top, let's call it one, two, three, four, five, six. I really like that top six in the market in terms of quality. Can I give you my honest opinion on that market? Yeah. There, are, there, are four horses, there are four horses I would rather back. Than Galapagos. Now, obviously, Galapagos on anti-post. I'll look at the anti-post. He's evens on this particular bookmaker. There are four yes. horses that I would hands down much rather back. I'd rather have fast or slow. Yeah. Um, what have I got? I've got five to one here. Yeah. Um, I'd sorry nine to two. I'm looking at Shishkin at nine to one. I'd rather have that. I'd rather have Long Press at ten to one, and I'd rather have Hewitt at sixteens. That's not yeah. saying I don't think Galapagos, you know going to completely capitulate but at those prices especially fast or slow at nine did you say five to one will yeah five to one best uh, i mean it in you know it could turn into a match race you never know they could they could pull away but five to one i think that's a ridiculous price for a horse who's beaten galopin de champ before yeah very recently more than once yeah right it's two all now isn't it <laughs> yeah it is it is um, um, I mean, you're you're genuinely gonna hate me for this. No, I don't think we will. But you're gonna come out. You're gonna come out and say hoisting your sixty-six to one's a great price. Well, it is. <laughs> are you actually? Is that you yes. <laughs> Oh my god! No, I hear mean, me out. Hear me out. Cotswold Chase. Please. Admittedly, that you know. It's a way off, but he is sixty-six to one, and Please. his leather strapped when he his leather snapped when he looked the most likely winner coming round the bends. Oh no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was looking at hoisting uh, you your best price is fifty to one. Apologies. Oh, okay, fine, but yeah, no. that changes it. That changes it. Too short. Doesn't, no, <laughs> fifty to one. I would play winner, and you know, if it loses, oh well, doesn't matter. But fifty to one. Is a bonkers price. It should be twenties, twenty fives. Yeah, it's, it's a big price, but it's still being. What do we, uh, what do we think? I, I, I'm looking. I'm looking at. I don't know if this is the best price. I'm looking at twenties for Brave Man's game. It, it, after what we've seen this this season, you know, after where yeah, the start, is is that? I, I'm, I, I wouldn't think. touch it. Was Johnny Deneen right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, he, I think he is. Unfortunately, <laughs> I just feel like Brave Man's game is just. Right I think you can get, you can get, you think you can get a touch more value on the machine. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, uh, I, no, I, I actually agree. I do. I think if I was picking, if I was picking a horse to 
at the prices to beat Gareth Anderson. Assuming he wins this weekend, I think Shishkin. I think Shishkin. I think Shishkin could have uh, the making. I've said it for a a while. Go Panthers wrong. I I love I I love Hewitt. Don't get me wrong. Hewitt's given me one Mm. of the greatest my greatest horse racing memories. But Shishkin, I think given a a clear round, I I think he I think he could pose more of a problem than Hewitt. Said it. I've said it for a time. He's a fighter. Yeah. He's a fighter. He's and a fan favourite as well. I would, I would, I would say Long Press as well. But I just, I wish Long Press had had one more run. I yeah. just, I just think he needed, yeah. he needs one more tune up. No, I agree. Um, I mean, Protectorate is turning into the yardstick of 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 the of the, of the staying chasing division. Yeah. So. Um. I, I did. There was some stuff about potentially running again. Um, I don't think it's around time now, though. So uh, yeah, I've not, I've not seen, I've not, I've not seen anything. But you know, I mean, it did, does have, does have the run in. Um, yeah, I mean, I said, I said it, I said it a couple of weeks ago. I said your one, two, three would be in any particular order: Shishkin, Montpress, Galapan, with Hewick in fourth. I, I, I'm standing by that. Standing by that. I don't think okay. Jerry's gonna. I don't think Jerry's gonna offer anything. Righto. Just to finish up this week, we're going to try and construct somehow between the three of us. We're going to come to some sort of agreement over a lucky fifteen each way. Each way lucky fifteen, I should say. Apologies for Cheltenham Festival. Um, not really. I doubt we're going to go too deep into the handicap. Let's say because I don't think we've looked into yeah. that too much. Um, but we're going to try and construct something. So first and foremost, are we looking for? What are we looking for? Are we looking for things that we just think are gonna definitely gonna win? Are we? What are our parameters? Are we just gonna go for look for value? What are we looking for? I think we look for. I think uh, an each way lucky fifteen. I've always thought for the festival is a really, uh, really nice bet to have. I mean, you can have you can have uh, one one leg a day if you want. Um, it's just a nice way of staying involved. Um, yeah. even if the first leg loses, you know you can still get a return if you you know you get a couple of wins and a place. Um. It's just, it's just it's just a nice way to uh, enjoy the festival. Um, so I don't know if we want to uh, pick one every day, but um, certainly okay. I was well, keen on um, Captain Guinness um, each way for the um, Champion Chase. I think I think it's quite clear that our winner is going to be El Fabiolo. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I, I I don't know. I feel like Captain Guinness is chances have been after after uh, the weekend I think he's, he's just he's just clarified that he, he's a grade 2 horse and he can win grade 2 races but yes. I, just, he, I just don't think he's got that engine to step up I, 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 th- well. I think you're throwing away the win part of the bet there though, yeah, really, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I think in terms of this you've got to have something that has got a, you think it can genuinely win but if it places, you're going to get something there. So I was going to say, I think the perfect would would be Josh talks about it. Found a fifty in the Arkle. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I I, I, mean, I, I think six to one is very solid. Yeah. If I mean, if you go, are we, do we, are we sure he's going to run here? Yeah, he'll run. But, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you sure. get seven to one if you if, if you if you want to take a chance. I think that's a. I think that's a quite nice thing. I, I agree. He, Put in some striking performances so far this term, um, and 
I, I, I've got nothing to, I've got nothing to, uh, critique him on really. I, I'd be happy to put that down as a, okay, well, well let, let's start with him. The article, founder 50. Um, should we have a look at the Wednesday now? One a day? Oh, yeah, okay, we'll do one a day, one a day. Yeah, I like that. Uh, did the, uh, mm, not so sure at the, oh god, what? No, no, sorry. Sorry, I was bigger. Being an idiot there. Uh, I, round, oh, round advisory. I'm between I, two. I'm between two. I, okay. I, I, I have a strong opinion on one, but I, I, I don't I, think. But now, I, I wonder if if this is your one that I'm about to say. I think it will be. Go for it. Minella Indo in the cross country. I, you thought you were going to say that, Josh? I, I mean, that's the other one I would have considered. I think Minella Indo has got a really, really good chart. I thought the performance at the last cross country race at Cheltenham. Particularly as that's a handicap race, I thought it was a really, really impressive performance. Was it fourth? Mm. Minerindo finished um, in that race. I thought that was a really, really nice performance. It wasn't the one I was going to say. I was okay. Particularly after um, the anti-post favourite has been withdrawn, I right. it's a risk because it's in the bumper. Oh, I like I um. like Maureen. I think Maureen. And More I know we've only seen that one proper performance, but I, I felt like there, there's enough, there's enough to go on. A good turn of foot. Didn't look, mm-hmm. didn't look out of second or third gear. I mean, I, I'm not personally one to get involved in the bumper. Um, I don't what know about you, Will. What, what price is another in day? Fours. Or, or what about Slayed Steel in the Bearing Bingham? I don't like how it's called the Bearing Bingham now. Six, six to one. Six to one. Great value. Gidley Park, twelves. You know what? I will. I don't. I, I'm going to stick my neck on the line. I, I, I'm going to push for Maureen in the bumper. I, the only the only reason I'm not saying Manila Indo is because I think Conflated and Manila Indo are two very very similar horses and have been campaigned very very similarly. I mean they they they, they are arguably golf. I players. I I don't think Conflated is as yeah. good at Cheltenham and I think um I think the two identical fools the last twice at Leopardstown might have some effect on him. I mean, they've basically been final fence falls. Jack Kennedy jumping out of the saddle on both occasions. I thought I thought Conflated was going to the Ryanair anyway. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. So you know what? There you go. Okay, another window. We'll go for another window in the cross country chase. I'm happy to go for it. Perfect. Oh, nice. I like. I'm liking. Okay. It. Look at this. On to the Thursday then. Thursday. The banker of the festival is Paisley Park to place in the stairs hurdle. There is no way, particularly without Telem anymore, and no Imperi Pass, you know, I, I think he is the banker to at least place in the festival. Whether you think that's acceptable for Lucky 15 or not. I, 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 again, I think you're throwing away I'm, the win part of the bet. I'm going I'm to withdraw myself from this day because... I. I got emotional last time. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think I think yeah, I think yeah, I think that's a good call because I stand by him. I stand by him. No, no, I'm, 
I'm all for, I'm all for that, Jack. I'm all for that. I, I there are times when I get um, emotional about it as well. Fantastic. Um, Which case, go to the next gravy train. Queen's Gamble, twelve to one. I love that. <laughs> I, I was gonna I was gonna say Dysart Enos at four to one, who has already beaten Queen's Gamble in their career. Fergal. I'm sure himself. Um you can go about this a few different ways. I don't think you wanna do you don't wanna go in the Ryanair and go Bambridge, really, because of the no. ground potential. Exactly. Um you probably want to leave the potemps alone. Do. You could say, okay, it's fact to file a banker for the Turners. Oh, and you're getting five to two. Five to two um, is disgust- it's not disgusting either. But then you've got Jenny's Destiny at three to one, who has had some good performances too. Yeah. Um, I, I think Dysart Enos, personally. Um, Do but then I don't know if anyone saw Good Time. De Do you reckon? Would you rather oh, have I'd rather have Dysart Enos. I, I, I think good time. If you want to take a take a bite at a handicap, I don't mind good time. Good Johnny, time, John. Stump Town as well. Chemical Energy. Well, Stump no Stump Town is rated 147. He's not getting into the Kimura. It's a naught to one four five. I don't know why he's in the market. <laughs> I know. Did he come second last year? Yes. Yeah, I was Angels. On, I was Angel Storm was, was it? Angel Storm. I was heavily invested in Stumptown as well. That was a real sucker punch. I backed Angels Dawn the race before and then proceeded not to back it uh, at that time. Um, mm. uh, good, I'm, good time, Johnny. Eight to one. I, just, I, I think you've got to. I think you've got to leave. I just, yeah. I, I, I think Derek O'Connor rode the race like as an amateur riders race. Derek O'Connor ra- rode the race before the weekend as well. I'm surprised nobody eights is such a big price. Am I am I am I mad in suggesting Ilay Francais? Yes. <laughs> I mean, we we have we have this debate. Uh, we we did. well, it wasn't a debate. It was me and Josh saying <laughs> hammer and song at each other. Yeah. But I mean, all I'm saying, he's still he's still got an entry, and he's gone from antipost thirty three to one to eight to one. I, I, that's all I'm saying. Uh, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, we we talk about oh my shrewd, what? shrewd operators. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine, friend? Just, just yeah. Um, well, make a decision on this. Um, it's not going to be a late France. Um, I think we're going to go with. Oh, ah, uh, can't can't touch the handicaps. Can't touch the handicaps. Stay is there's too much. I think it's too much. I I, I don't mind uh, Dysart Enos. Okay, Dysart Enos. Okay, and uh, for the Friday, Jack, you're back in for the Friday. Yeah. Um, don't you dare suggest the juvenile. Uh, <laughs> We're not going to have Lecky. We're not going to have Lecky Watson, are we? Please. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I'll save <laughs> I mean, it from that, shall I? I mean, Cardisi seven to one. Try. <laughs> um, um, Lecky Watson. Uh, 
Because I think you look at, I mean, some of the fox hunters, they, we've got they, no idea, really. Do, do I do I say it? Shishkin? I mean, I mean, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Can I, can I? I think, I, I think it's the, the value on the day. Can I just mention, I mean, a horse that has just been completely forgotten, but Sam Crow is six to one for the Hunters. Sam Crow is a very, or has been a very, very good horse. Hang on. Hunter's Chase. I mean, are you non-runner no bet? Because I'm seeing 16s. Yeah. Yeah, non-runner non no bet 6 to 1. Oh. Well, yeah. um, I, I see anti-post 8 to 1. I mean... Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a real diverse... Because the market is... is and, you know, fr- Friday, Friday, the bookies win. They always win. They do. No, no the, Friday, the Friday, the Irish win. They always win. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Both, yeah. both, both can be correct. I, I think we all agree that Shishkin was value, didn't we? Did. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, we'll, I think we'll, he has we'll, to go down. I love yeah. that. I really love that. So what have we got, Will? What's the... Uh, just recap for the listeners. Okay. We have got Founder 50 in the Arkle at 6-1. to one, Manella Indo in the Cross Country at 4-1. to one, Dysart Enos in the Mayor's Novices Hurdle at 4-1. to one, And Shishkin in the Gold Cup at 10-1. to one. Now, that's all I will say... That's all, I've actually not done that as you should, because they're all, that's all just the, the prices I noted down from the start. They're the best prices. So if you went, did it all with one bookmaker, obviously you're a bookmaker, you'd probably get slightly different prices. Um, but they're all going to be in and around that. I think that's quite good. Okay. Well, there you have it. Those are our anti-post lucky 15 picks. Yeah. There you go. Smash in, absolutely obliterate that. I, I, I and, think uh, if, if and you can no, come away I'm with not, the four winners. I'm not saying I'm not saying this, you know listeners definitely get involved because you know <laughs> don't definitely get involved. Um, but it's a lucky fifteen, as I said earlier, just a nice way to enjoy the festival. Uh, all I'm going to say is I'm going to put it on. <laughs> uh, my, my my best experience of a lucky fifteen at the Cheltenham Festival. I am. Um, I think it was after all. After the 2019 festival, I put one on for the 2020 festival. Um, and it had Politolog in it, 20 to 1. And I was like, I'd completely forgotten about it. I bet Deffy yeah. Desoy for the race. Deffy Desoy practically blows out. And Politolog comes through and wins. And I'm like, oh, okay. Here we yeah. go. Just need Delta work, Delta work for the gold cut for a big profit. And he proceeded to come fifth. So, oh, ages, yeah. I, had work, I had Delta work then. Those were the days. Those were the days of the double odds, one winner concession. So I did get forty to one on Politolog. Oh, that's nice. Oh, better times. Absolutely, simpler times. <laughs> when when Lee Matt got COVID, Paul, Paul, I just want to say, I just remember that from the COVID festival. We were there. And Lee Matt was only got COVID. Um, great comic. Um, right. Uh, gents, sorry about that random point at the end, but uh, gents, it's been a pleasure as usual. <laughs> Listeners, hope you've enjoyed. Uh, we'll uh, see you. Well, we'll speak to you fairly soon. Should we? Uh, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it right to tell uh, tell listeners about our, our festival preview coming up? Or do we have a date for that yet? We we don't yet, but the di- full data, details of it will be on the Twitter at uh, Life on the Bridal. I mean. I, yeah. As Will will say, I should probably call it X, but I'm proceeding with Twitter 
because that's what yeah. it actually is. And if you would like to read my mini preview of the Betfair hurdle this weekend at Newbury, that will also be on the Twitter. Fantastic. Yes, we are on the socials, Twitter, uh, now known as X, and of course on Insta as well. Maybe we'll be branching out to other ones. I doubt it, though. Um, I doubt it. Maybe we'll set up an email so you can email in. Uh, <laughs> we do have an email. Hey, we do, we do, yeah. Uh, Jack, do you know what the email's called? Is it just life on the bride at gmail.com? It could be, yes. Well, there you go. If you fancy giving it a go. I mean, if, if, you give, if you give me 30 seconds, I can tell you. Yeah. But, you know, just like, just like old Top Gear, great Top Gear. You're right, Sid. We may reply. We may not. Yeah, exactly. yeah it, 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 it is life on the bridal at gmail.com. So. Fantastic. There you, well, there you go. Send us, send us your thoughts. You can send us your abuse if you want. We're thick skinned. Um, so, yeah, do what you want. Uh, right. Uh, this is, thank you very much, Jack, Josh. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Very you. Much. Right. See you next time. Cheerio. 